biggest sort of pandemic, even more so than uh, COVID, the result has been isolation and loneliness. Oh, yeah. I mean, even now, once we've come out of some of the lockdowns and potentially now we're going back in, we'll see what happens and things are always shifting. You know, let's recognize as leaders that we potentially are very lonely and isolated, not only because of our roles, but because of a global pandemic, but then many of the people we work with are also desperately in need of community. Welcome to the Consultant of the Coach podcast. Today is a very special episode on community. We've taught competency, we've taught character, but without community, we are going at it alone. Community is vitally important. And uh, so today, Josh and I take out and talk about what community looks like. Enjoy the podcast. Hey, welcome to the Consultant of the Coach podcast. We're back at it, man. Hey, how's it going? Good. <laughs> Ready to go at it again today. Um, hope you're here with us. Uh, glad you're listening. Uh, coming along for the journey today while we are talking about community. And uh, as you know, we're all about helping leaders in the consultant and the coach community. And in this case, uh, better community uh, results in better support, better accountability, and ultimately better achievement of your goals and dreams and vision for life and business and family. Hey, you know why it's community is so important? Why is that? Because if you fall down, Pick your friend up. That's, That's well, and that just ties right into our scripture. Mm-hmm. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> I, I looked ahead. <laughs> Proverbs 18, 24. One who has unreliable friends soon comes to ruin, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. And so as we think about just the meaning of community in the context of, of at least what we can learn from scripture and in our experience, it really comes down to uh, tying yourself closely to good people who can help you along that journey. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things, as I started looking at the law of multiplication in business, and but even in family, you know, you can do a lot of things yourself. Mm-hmm. Frankly, if you do things yourself, you can do them faster yep. on the short scale. But one plus one plus one plus one is four. Mm-hmm. But if you have four times four times four, mm-hmm. even a multiplication of three, you're at... Oh, shoot. Why did I do math? Uh-oh. I, yeah. But four times four is 16 versus one plus one plus one. And there are a lot of things in business and in family, and that's what you get when you do things community-minded is you can multiply a whole lot easier because of specialization. Community is vitally important. Right. Yeah. No, it helps you really accelerate your your ideas and your hopes and dreams and realize things faster and move things quicker and, and maybe forget the wrong things more quickly, right? Mm-hmm. Don't waste your energy on the things that aren't going to work anyways because someone goes, actually, no, I've tried that. Don't do that right now. Yeah. It's, one thing, it's one thing I always like <laughs> about community. <laughs> Sets me off in the right course. Um, well, tell me about community, some of the ways you've had community in your life and how it's helped you and, and maybe some idea, some uh, stories that you can share. Oh, my. Um, I'll, I will use just from a bit. I'll start with business. And as our company has grown, you know, when I first started our, our little retail store back in 2004, it was just me. Mm-hmm. So what I had to do is every, when I had to go out and sell the medical supply items, mm-hmm. then I had to buy them. Then I had to do the orders for them. Then I had to bill them. And in there, I also had to deliver them as well, too. Mm-hmm. I was always moving, 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 moving. Now I have the luxury of having like a lot of team members and because we can specialize in certain items, we can scale a whole lot mm-hmm. faster. Yeah. You know, those sometimes being, you know, in the old days, I might do one customer a week. Yeah. 
t- today we might have 10 customers in an hour. Mm-hmm. You can only do that with a great, great community in a business. Yeah. Now, you have to start at a small scale frequently. Mm-hmm. But that's one of the great things about community and how how that happens. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and you that brings to mind, you know, I've worked with um, countless teams and executives and companies and clients and um, all sorts of different roles and helping in lots of different ways. And it's interesting to see how dysfunctional most organizations are. And, we, and we've addressed that on countless occasions. Mm-hmm. But it brings to mind this one client I had where um, – the client itself was a particular organization. I won't get into who they were because I don't want to <laughs> give away who they were. But what I thought was most interesting was not the organization as much as there was a handful of people who had actually been together through several companies. They had started and sold several companies, and they were awesome. They were just great people. Like it was like if you've ever been in a company and you've you've ever, and I this is the first time I experienced this. There was like no jerks anywhere, and people were really nice like not just disingenuously nice like other companies i've been in like they were mm-hmm. actually like really helpful and very honest like if you screwed up they'd tell you like there was no hiding from it but it really built from they had they had really done a great job of having this core group of folks who'd been through several companies together and they had sort of been through it and they were really just fantastic to work with um and then the cool thing about to, to your point about the multiplication factor was then they would start to pull in other people to their to their sphere who would be like, oh, this person's only been through this one or two companies. So it was, it was sort of like, hey, we could track back to like these two or three started the first one. Mm-hmm. And then the next one, the group grew a little bit. The next one, the group grew a little bit. And now they're like, they've got this huge sphere of influence, right? It's a really large company. And, and they have more people they've surrounded themselves with who are like them, entrepreneurs who want to just do great things in the world. And um, they, they just have a fantastic community of just informally connected to each other building great companies trying to do good things i mean it's really neat and you alluded to it in your illustration when people work like that there's kind of a selfless you know nature to it because Mm -hmm. they're not out to tear each other up they're like hey josh i can help you this way hey eric you can help me this way hey steve hey hey um you know, hey, Aaliyah, we can do it this way. And th- the beautiful thing is when that happens, that's how it multiplies because mm-hmm. everyone wants everyone else to do well. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's pulling in the same direction. Mm-hmm. And, and I think it's, and it's not even just an alignment of the financial incentives. There's like, there's the community effect, right? There's, well, the, yeah, there's the relational incentives that you want to achieve. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for example, the, the, you know, this week, our I, ha- I had a, a runner that I've been coaching and she got a Division One scholarship to a Pac-12 school. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those things. Everyone on our team was so overjoyed mm-hmm. for her because it was one of the, hey, you did it. Yeah. And it wasn't like, oh, well, she got it and now I don't get it. No, it was like everyone was rejoicing. That's an example. And in, an, in a good organization or team or church, you want everyone else to win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now what's going to happen? I guarantee you in the future years, wh- wh- how did she do it? Will you tell us? And, and she'll come back and help the younger kids. Mm. This is how I got this Division One scholarship, and this is what it's going to look like, and this is how I trained hard this way. It really starts to snowball in on itself, which is the beauty of community. Right, right. Well, and um, it, it's interesting. It reminds me of you know the first time I really experienced radical community was also sort of uh, back in college and it sort of spoiled me actually because I thought oh this is how life should be and it 
never really <laughs> took me a lot of years to find it again. Um, but I had this really interesting uh, discipleship group leader. So this pa- uh, professor on campus in the School of Theology at Seattle Pacific um, basically, you know, said to, he handpicked a handful of students every year um, who were fairly serious students, fairly serious in their faith, very, very either were or could be student leaders. Um, and he would basically say, hey, um, he would reference this passage in Acts, basically. It's his, or I think it was Acts. Maybe not. Anyhow, where Paul says, you know, follow me as I follow Christ. So that must not have been Acts, actually. But anyhow. Um, and so he, he would actually take a really radical position of saying, hey, I'm going to lay my life out here in front of you. And do you need to understand I'm doing everything I can to fo- model after Jesus so that you can figure this out in a, in the, in the real world too. And you're like 20 years old. Right. And it was radical. We would spend four hours at his house every Thursday night. Um, and that was if we got done with prayer by midnight, <laughs> sometimes wow. it would go longer. Um, his wife was always really amazing. She made us tea and, uh, cake that usually got pounded away within about 30 minutes. And then I was hungry after that. But, uh, <laughs> um, the because uh, we would just stay and get on our knees and pray, but but the point was the guys in that group became really close to each other and and we sort of experienced this depth of relationship with each other and, and with this mentor um, that I was like wow this is amazing um, but I would say the downside of it was it set such a high bar mm-hmm. for radical community at such a young age in my life I found myself uh, sort of with a massive hole, mm-hmm. you know, of like, oh, this is what this is supposed to be. And then the real world sort of found its way into, you know, I found my way into the real world, <laughs> right? Where there was nobody who cared to do that. No. Right? They would not even, in a business, much less in a church. Um, and uh, so I think that's, that's, you know, there is, I think this community is beautiful, right? Because it's what both what it could be. But then there's so many times it's actually very hard to find. So treasure it if you find it is what I'm trying to oh, say. Oh, absolutely. And what both of us have run into, the higher you get up in an organization, oh, yeah. the lonelier it gets. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think back to, let's let's make it simple, elementary school. I have my soccer team. Hey, we're friends with everyone. Life's easy. And there mm-hmm. really is a lot of community. But when you get out, especially if you were an entrepreneur, Mm-hmm. it gets lonely because yep. the people that you'd be friends with, well, you're now their boss. And that gets a little awkward. So, you yep. know, we t- talked about this in boundaries at work. Yep. But you ha- as you go up, you have to have community. Yep. You can't just say, um, hey, it's, it's me and my wife and my dog. That's all I need. Well, if you're going to do that, you're going to stress your wife out, especially your dog as well, too, because there's <laughs> no way they can meet all your needs. Right. Right. Well, and to your point about people who work for you, not only that, but it's either people who are your clients or who are your suppliers or who are your partners. Mm-hmm. Like there, there's just, it's hard to build that community in those scenarios when, when that, so you got to find it elsewhere. Absolutely. Right? And so I really, um, I have not only my trained consultant and coach, I have I've had lots and lots of coaches in my decades of leadership because it's so important to have a second set of eyes and a second set of ears helping me out as I lead. And two years ago, 
I was doing a, uh, since we're talking about community, I was doing a, a deep dive on life teams. And I, I was looking at my personal life team and I'm like, crumb, I have a big void in my life. Mm-hmm. And a good leader will see, okay, I'm doing really well in this one area. I was looking at my life and I was like, oh, crumb. I actually said a different word. I, I have a huge void here. Mm-hmm. I need to fix this. Mm-hmm. I, I, I wrote down like 30 or 40 names who might be on my life team. And I was very, very careful. I just didn't, you know, obviously, you know, you're one of two people currently on it, but I was really, really careful. Mm-hmm. And, but every leader needs to have a life team mm-hmm. and what that looks like. And, you know, um, you know, one of the books that talk about how to build a life team is at the very end of uh, Dr. John Townsend's book, People Feel. It's how do you build a life team? What does it look like? Um, and why it's so vitally important. So, yeah. you know, we've talked leadership wise you know, community or in a company, but that's also life teams are vitally important for just even marital health or, you know, being well-rounded. Yeah, absolutely. And I think we're going to talk a little bit, go deeper on life teams. So not to leave folks hanging, but I think we are going to go deeper on life teams in the future. And I think one of the things I want to sort of hit on too, in terms of the what and the why for community as well is, um, I don't want to ignore the fact that, and I think this is important for leaders who are listening, even if you have some good community, don't forget right now, especially in this time with the COVID-19 pandemic, I know everyone hates talking about it anymore because it's just so frustrating. But the reality is, I haven't seen the numbers recently, but the biggest sort of pandemic, even more so than uh, COVID, the result has been isolation and loneliness. Oh, yeah. I mean, even now, once we've come out of some of the lockdowns and potentially now we're going back in, we'll see what happens and things are always shifting. Um, you know, let's recognize as leaders that we potentially are very lonely and isolated, not only because of our roles, but because of a global pandemic. But then many of the people we work with are also desperately in need of community. Um, so even if you're feeling pretty good about your support system, you know, hopefully what we can talk about today is going to help you think about how to care for those people around you in your, in your families, in your businesses, in your community. Um, and our work, you know, especially our workers as well. Too. Exactly. Yeah. No people in the business. That's right. People on your teams, people on the front lines, your, your companies, um, people, your customers, um, it's just it's a heightened level of stress right now in that regard in particular for loneliness. It's just something that, unfortunately, in our society was already a problem. Oh, yeah, it Right? Was. I mean, it was already, just, I mean, massively sort of this unaddressed problem that's become just, you know, amplified by the pandemic, unfortunately. Um, so tell me more. Tell me, tell me why community matters. You know, it's, that's fascinating. I think, uh, I'm going to go theological on this one. God made us for community. Yeah. It's truly, if you look at our nature, we were built to do uh, life side by side with our brothers and sisters. And it, it's, and I think, uh, you know, I, I could give you all sorts of scripture references. We're meant for community. Yeah. And so why? Because we're made that way. Yeah. And I can give you a hundred examples, but if, it, you know, when I do things, you know, I'm an introvert, so I like being by myself. But after a while, it gets boring. And also, I then, without good community, you know, I start thinking everything that I do was correct. Yeah. And obviously, that's not the case. My wife will tell me. My kids will tell me. You'll tell Most me. Most of the time, you're correct, though. But I'm, I'm more correct <laughs> than not because every time I'm wrong, I have a great group that points me in the right direction. Right. 
And so we are made for community. Yeah. No, I think, and, and I'm similar, right? If left to my own devices, I start to think I'm right more often than I am. I start to think I'm a little bit bigger. You, you sort of, when you're the only fish in the pond, you think you're a shark. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? If you if you isolate yourself down, right, to this really tiny world that just revolves around you, 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 you begin to sort of mis, um, misunderstand you know, who you are and in, in your context, I think quite a bit. And two, two, two examples I have is the number of times I'll have a bad day at work. And it doesn't happen frequently, but there's been a number of days that are just, I have a bad day. And one of the things I love doing more than anything else is coaching track and cross country. You put me on a track with a stopwatch and it's like an hour into the workout and I'm encouraging people and clocking times and I'm like the happiest guy in the world. And I've, I, I've come home, and part of it is I, I just love track. But two is I'm encouraging people. There's you know lots of give and take. And the community is amazing. Mm-hmm. It's encouraging. And it will pull me out of whatever doldrums I might have you know, accidentally stepped in at work. Yeah. It's amazing. Well, that's because you became became about somebody beside yourself. Exactly. Right. And then they're encouraging me or vice versa. And the same thing in our in my faith community. And I assume this is the case in your community right. as well, too. It's yeah. amazing. And this is why community is so important. We were built for it. Yeah. 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 No, I mean, just, just the other day I was going for a run with a guy and we, we were digging into sort of each other's lives a little bit while we were chatting away, just talking about stories and um, God's redemptive work in our lives. And, and it was great, right? It was just doing community, even just in a very ad hoc way over a run and a sunrise and mm-hmm. um, just talking about life. And that was, you know, more informal way to do community. But, um, you know, another example of how it's just so, so helpful. Now, how do you do community right? Because, I mean, it's, it's everyone does it differently. What's the proper way of doing it? Yeah, I mean, really what we're talking about is authenticity and accountability and mm-hmm. going deeper with folks. You know, so many times... I think people are really, really good at talking about the weather and, and nothing else, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's talking about local high school sports and nothing else, right? <laughs> it's just this yeah, question of how, really. deep, how deep are you going with some people, right? You can't, like we talked about with boundaries, you can't go deep with everyone. Um, and if you haven't heard that Nor podcast. Nor should you go deep with everyone. Yeah, you shouldn't. So go back find that podcast if you've not seen it on boundaries or the blog post. Um, but with a select few you know, it's about picking a handful of people around you who can be, you know, who you can go deeper with, who you can be more authentic with. Um, you know, maybe your spouse is, is one. Some people aren't really good at sort of expressing themselves deeply to their spouse. That could be a, a source of support. Shouldn't be the only one. Um, a few key friends, maybe a family member or two, depending on the relationships with your family. Um, could be uh, other places you look um Really, the people around you who you already have in your sphere really should be the ones you're going to, hopefully. And then um, and then if you don't have those at all, right, contact us. We've got some, some ways we can help people with that, too. Yeah, and <laughs> I would say I, I, I use in, to, there's, in the book People Fuel, there are what's called 22 relational nutrients, everything that people just need to be healthy, mm-hmm. everything from prayer to attunement, to celebration, to um, you, you name it. And so what I did that was really, really helpful, I went through that book and I said, okay, here are 22 things that we just need. And I went and wrote people's names next to every single attribute mm. because there's no one perfect person that can give you everything. So yeah. what I did was I wrote everyone's name 
in there, I'm like, okay, if I need someone to celebrate with, this is who I can call. If I need someone to vent to, this is who I can call. If I need prayer from someone, this is who I can ask that from. Mm -hmm. And so that's a fun exercise. Grab those 22 relational nutrients and see how many people can give you that. And what, what we will find out or you would find out is, you know, there's some people, I, I'm really in good shape. No one's void in everything. Mm -hmm. But you're going to see two, three, four areas where maybe you don't have someone. Yeah. And those, you need to at least be aware of your blind spot. Because, okay, if I don't have that there, okay, if that does happen, you don't, you can't ignore it. Maybe I'll, I'll need to have a paid coach or a paid counselor until you can build that life team up. Okay. Yep. That makes sense. And uh, it's one of those things. I'm two years into figuring that out and making all sorts of progress. But it's hard because our society is not built, especially men, if we need certain relational nutrients. Yeah, no, well, and I think it begins with, you know, a book like People Feel I Like because at least it gives you a language for beginning to identify it, Yeah, right? Because unfortunately, Absolutely. if you don't have something to lean on to give you the language, most people don't even know how to name their feelings half the time. They're just, yeah. or, or the, the words they use are very limited. I'm angry, I'm happy, you know, I'm mm -hmm. <laughs> frustrated, right? Yeah. <laughs> tired you know mm -hmm. i don't even like so, country but we could sing our own country song man right 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 yeah exactly um it's uh it's it's helpful to get new words i think is hopefully what we're people hearing us say you know get get different words to begin to describe how you're feeling such that you know the community you need around you at mm -hmm. any given moment and you know uh to, to compliment you you know we, we we've been doing life together for well it's been like 10 years now but uh the number of times you have helped steer me in the right question, even by asking questions, or like, dude, how can I encourage you today? Hey, this this afternoon, I'll see you on my porch with a beer, and we'll just figure things out, or at least yeah. as much as we can in 45 minutes and one IPA. <laughs> awesome. And sometimes that's it. Yeah. Yeah. No, sometimes, and that's sometimes all you need, right? There's there's informal community. There's formal community. Um, it's, it's really working through the messiness of life with other people right mm -hmm. and then there's every person can have a little different way that takes shape but um i think the key is to be just going after it all with what you got and it, it, it's fascinating well this this last week i had something blow up my life and um i i used my life team and my spouse well and we talked about things talked about things and we prayed over things it was really fascinating and it's not a coincidence so i consulted well, coached well, talked about it, we prayed. And then in the middle of the night, 1 a.m., bam, I woke up with the answer that I needed. Now, what probably happened, I was talking about it. Sure. We prayed over it. I fell asleep after, you know, whatever. But literally, I woke up and I grabbed my life, you know, my, my, my little diary, and I wrote down what I thought was the answer, went back to sleep, and I woke up the next morning. I said, hey, Aaliyah, my wife, and I'm like, hey, this is what I came up with. She's like, that works and that's an aspect of community because it allows us to process things get them out and right. other times i've also done that and she said like oh, honey that's crazy please don't right 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 yeah absolutely you need somewhere else to check your your perspective absolutely yeah. and that's the beauty of community that's right that's and right plus you can't have a party by yourself that's that's kind of weird actually yeah if you're an introvert maybe yeah, they, they, that's what they'll say. <laughs> no, you really at least need two people. You do, you do, for a real party <laughs> versus a by-yourself party. That's true, that's true. <laughs> All right, well, uh, what are we talking about next week? That's a good question. Let me look behind. <laughs>
I think we're talking about your offsite before we do life teams, right? Oh yes, yeah. We're gonna, I, you know, we're gonna talk. I, I, I'm, I actually haven't. We're gonna record this in two weeks, but I'm, I'm gonna spend two weeks. Not in t- in one week, I'm gonna spend a week, uh, just kind of taking a good. Um, I'm gonna unplug literally from everything. Great. You won't be able to get a hold of me unless, like, you call the conference center and say someone died. Yeah. Please don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. No. But, well, no, um, we'll, we'll unpack that. We'll unpack the experience. Mm-hmm. We'll kind of t- get into it. And I'll it. say, hey, this is what I learned. I turned yeah. everything off. Yeah. And the world burned down. Yeah. Or everything was fine. I think everything's going to be fine. Yeah. No, it'll and be it'll good. be a, a bit of a different podcast, but hopefully uh, give you guys, uh, those listening, just an example of what it looks like in the context of at least the coach, Eric's life, um, to go do this offsite in a very structured way. We'll talk a little bit about that. Yeah, pro- absolutely. Tell us a little bit about the program of like what you're going to be going through when you're yeah. there. Mm-hmm. And, and that'll be good. What, what is it? it? It's basically a retreat. It's a personal oh, okay. retreat to just get away and, uh, you know, really say, okay, this is what I'm dealing with or this is how I need to uh, grow Great. as a person yeah. uh, or a family, you name it. And I'll I'll tell you more in two weeks. Perfect. Yep. Yep, that sounds good. We'll look forward to that. Um, and then I think we're going to talk about life teams after that. So mm-hmm. if you're interested in, in, in actually So really dialing down on community, which is what we're talking about today. That's right. Dialing into a life team. I'm listening to that. We're going to start uh, potentially in 2022 seeing if there's a desire from the community to actually begin putting together some TCTC life life teams. Absolutely. Um, so if that's of interest to you, you know, keep listening. Uh, shoot and, us a and, note. and that's the purpose. It'd be a, a leadership group. I'm, I'm part of, you know, a couple, and they've really, really helped me our business and uh you know not to be overly optimistic but when you invest in yourself and your business almost always um i'm seeing like a 10x return for every hundred dollars you put it's going to help grow your business at least a thousand dollars because what you're doing is it gets into that multiplication effect yep four times four 16 versus one plus one is two yep Let's multiply and uh, let's make things easier and more fun. Yeah, it's great. That's right. So if you're listening today and, and what we're talking about, you have no idea where to start or where you're going to find it in your life at all. Uh, keep listening to us uh, and or shoot us a note, and we would be happy to uh, put you on the list for uh, a life team group yeah. uh, with mm-hmm. our community in 2022. Sounds good. All right. Well, hey, until then, stop by our website and or give us a call. We'd love to talk to you. Sounds good. Take care, everyone. Hey, thank you for listening to the Consultant the Coach podcast. Uh, today, uh, it, w- it was great to just talk with Josh what community looks like. Go to theconsultantthecoach.com and check out Josh's latest blog post, as well as feel free to reach out to us. We'd love to talk to you. So until next week, thank you for listening to the Consultant the Coach podcast. <laughs>